0: Yo yo yo! What's up, baby? Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Football Without. Hits. I don't know why we try to sing that shit. I don't. <laughs> i do trying to why I always try to sing Football Without hesitation. But yeah, what's up, y'all? I was here again behind the mic. Another week down in MLS. Another Quakes non-win. Fuck, dude. Um, yeah, we'll get a little bit into that. Jesse Fiorinelli has been fired. I didn't really i don't really get into it last week and uh yeah jared shawley had some comments the article in the athletic yeah so we'll get on Oh, and then seattle's coming up damn that's gonna be that's, that's gonna be a good test that's gonna be a good test but anyway let's get into this what's up y'all how's it going so much soccer oh man i'm recording right now thursday night it's 10 because you had the fucking gold cup semi was it semi yeah semi-finals Ah, two very great, man. Two fucking, dude. They, both of those matches were great. Amazing. Uh, U.S. beat Qatar. Jazzy Sardes. Dude, that's what's, that's what's up. That's kind of showing. Look at MLS. It's not the... Sardes comes in, I think it was like the 94th minute or something, they score. Then right after that, you had Mexico-Canada. Fucking great. Game two, Canada. Fucking Canada- at least she deserved uh, extra time, but uh, Mexico comes through basically at the last minute as well. um and no controversies. I, I don't think either way with the goals. Everything was pretty, pretty straightforward there. And yeah, dude, it's gonna be another Mexico U.S. final in Vegas. Oh my God, that city's gonna burn down. But I, I mean, if there's any city that can that can handle that kind of madness, Vegas is gonna be like, what do you mean we're gonna burn down? This is a fucking Tuesday for us. So, yeah, that's going to be, fuck, dude. That's going to be a great party. That's going to be fucking amazing. If you just somehow get there and get tickets, it's going to be fucking so fun. It's going to be so fun. Hopefully it's a good it's a good match. Mexico is definitely, dude, Mexico is really good. That's where, dude, props to fucking Canada. Because it's not, it's not like Mexico has been playing shit and they just kind of snuck into the semifinals. Mexico has been playing pretty fucking good. They hadn't, I don't think they'd given up a goal yet or some shit like that. Anyway, it's not a national team podcast, but that's going to be fucking cool. No, the San Jose Earthquakes uh, sit right now in 11th place, 11th out of 13th in the Western Conference. Another draw, like I said, another windless week. And I, I don't know if it's getting better. It's not getting worse at the, at the very least. <laughs> We we can do we can we can hang our hat on that. It's not getting worse. Nate dude, I'm telling you, it's another another ninety minutes of watching Nathan. He's already I mean, he made it to the bench of the team of the week, but still he hasn't played very much. Again, if you go on like if you go on I think it's who scored. I think it's I was looking at who scored. But yeah, if you go to who and you go to the defensive stats and you switch it to cause he hasn't doesn't have the average number of starts so he doesn't show up on the stats yet but it, he, he he will if you just put all the players you know if you switch the filter to all the players and when it comes to blocks interceptions tackle I mean tackles and interceptions for sure he he would be the league leader anyway I'm not here saying oh fucking MVP or whatever but he doing a lot to shore up that defense and now the team can focus uh, on scoring goals they should have beat Houston. They go they're back at home, play in Houston. Houston's not not that good either. They're, I mean, they're right outside the the playoffs. They're in ninth place right now, Houston is. But the Quakes again, they're they're at home that they should win that game and they, they they really should have. Wando missed in the first half. Oh, he had a perfect perfect opportunity. He and it, it's really hard to be critical of Wando because very rarely does he miss opportunities when he's given and it wasn't like a a fucking laugher like it was still needed a a skillful shot but wando usually gets gets him on on goal at least and should have scored there and the the offside at the very end the very end oh man it was almost one of those classic goonie victories come from behind that that's what was great as well they came from behind granted they were only behind for like five minutes but they go they go down at home and they maintain calm. and it's, it's and something that this is what i I love and i I've, I've been loving is they don't they stay coarse some people absolutely fucking hate it and made that change your fucking tactics change your ways but it's like I as following this team for so long before the Almeida era sometimes you you felt that like did, did they even did they even watch film of their opposition or did they just say all right we're just going to stick players in positions and hope something happens. You know, at, at least now the Quakes have have that personality, Have you know what they're going to do. So when they go down a goal, they're not going to fold. They're going to keep playing their style. And like I said before, in teams that, that on paper they're better than, they have the opportunity to come back from two, three goals down even, if they have the time. And so they went down a goal, thinking like the 42nd minute, 40-something. And then Quakes come right back. Obviously they're gonna you know, they they got Cade Cowell back because that was key. I mean, I would love to see Cade Cowell starting for the US men's national team. That's gonna happen at some point. But that's that's all the def- all the offense right now. <laughs> four goals, four assists. You need that guy around. He's back. Still no no Jackson Ewell, because again the US it made it all the way to the final, so the Sounders will also be without Roldan, or Christian Roldan, at least. So, there's that. But, fuck, dude, that's going to be a tough one. Anyway, so, yeah, so the Quakes should have won. They should have won, and, it, I, like I said, it, it, I don't I don't see it them turning the corner. I don't see all, all of a sudden them making a playoff run or anything, but it, it looks like, at the very least, against the, the teams, you know, on, on their level, that they they're back to to their ways of being in those matches and being able to win uh, most of those haven't won since <laughs> May seventh still but the more home matches are coming the the madness of the gold cup is gonna be done and but yeah there's still there's still a lot of soccer left to play still a lot and this weekend they got a fucking tough like I said it's gonna be a tough test they're going up to Seattle Seattle. First place, you know, thirty two points, twenty five goals, twelve against, dude. It's their fucking they've they've lost twice. <laughs> they've lost twice. They lost once at home, barely, to Sporting Kansas City. And it was pretty handily, three to one. See but Seattle, of course, they're also decimated with injuries and call ups, like I was talking about, Roland. But dude, holy shit, they again they down in it and Austin, they started five teenagers. Five teenagers, and they fucking beat Austin. Chegualasso, too, dude. Holy fuck! But <laughs> the their depth is—it's not unreal because it's not like the super team. There's, you know, it, it's still not. It wouldn't even be the best team in like Liga MX or anything. But it, they're fuck. It's annoying how good they are. <laughs> from 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 uh, a supporter of. Of an original MLS team that goes back, you know, all the way to '74, whatever they love to claim that that perpetually underperforms and can't never get their shit together. It's it's tough to see a team just be. I think they've they've finished like since they came into the the league or something. I don't know what stat I was seeing. I forget who it was, but anyway, it was something like they haven't finished below fourth place. Since since they've came in the league in two thousand eight, that's fucking insane. It's it's impressive and it's it's inspiring and it's good to see Major League Soccer growing that much. But holy shit, when they're beating teams starting basically half of their squad of teenagers, no disrespect to teenagers, um, but Major League Soccer has evolved. You know, it's it's a pretty competitive league, and Austin is. It's their first year, but they're still a major league soccer team. There ain't there ain't no fucking there ain't no rec team no fucking Sunday league shit, you know. So fuck, dude, to see them on the schedule is like oof. Do the Quakes even have a chance? It's hard to because that slip up against Kansas City's in second place. That's the team that's chasing Seattle, and they just beat them. Seattle that they're not going to take that lightly. They're going to say they're going to show that hey that was a, a blip, you know. People are injured. People are are called up. It it happens, you know. You get one, and everyone gets one. You get a little, you get a sucker punch on the fucking big guy on the block. But now you got San Jose coming up here. It's a weaker team. It's it's struggling. Hasn't won in a couple months. Basically, perfect opportunity for the for the bully to push somebody around to show that they're still the boss. And that's kind of concerning. But it's the Quakes, man. The Quakes can fucking can get a sneaky little hit in there, and you never know. You never know, man. They have a tendency to tie. You go up to Seattle and you tie. That's a fucking win. You don't get the three points on, on the table, but that's a win. <laughs> and it's not going to get any easier. I think you got Portland and shit coming up too. Uh, um, but yeah, dude. The sand, they I, I with with Nathan now, <laughs> you know, in, in front. Again, it gives you way, way more, you know, they've now had another week to realize, okay, this is not a fluke as well. He understands the league, Nathan, and he can play in it already. So they're like, so I'm assuming as much as as people like to think that Almeida never changes his tactics or anything, that they're thinking about that, that they're seeing what the hell they're going to do, how they can use that newfound strong defense to upgrade their offense you got kate Cowell back um teenagers on teenagers it's gonna be a whole teenager brawl fucking against seattle you won't have who is it fierro yeah carlos fierro got the fucking i got a red at the end that match was fucking for two non-playoff teams in the in the middle of the season that's a, a awfully chippy match <laughs> and uh, um yeah carlos fierro and the he got fouled, but then he kicks out. I mean, and if you see the replay, fucking, I forget if it was Uruti who who fouled him, but he kicks him. Also, he kicks him on the ass, too. That's where it fucking piss you off. His leg's kind of there, and he kind of just, he kicks him on the ass. He doesn't kick out. It just It just looks so natural. Well, you could tell that he obviously picked his foot up and kicked Fiero in the ass, and that's what made Fiero get up and kick him back out. Or kick out back at him Oof And Of course you can't do that shit You can't do that shit Especially when the ref is fucking 8 yards away <laughs> So he won't be available uh, The Sharks fuck The Quakes will be even more shorthanded. Um, But it's I don't know how was going to say crazier shit has happened But that's basically it It's Major League Soccer Major League Soccer Anything can happen Anything can happen uh, On any given Saturday Well then the Quakes are going into this Fucking leaderless bro Like I mentioned at the beginning Jesse's gone Jesse Franelli Four years Four and a half years really Um, At the helm A lot of misses A lot of misses um, But Signed Almeida, still, still there's a year left on that. There's a chance to redeem that project. Honestly, again, I, where was it? I think this was, yeah, in The Athletic. Who was it, Sam Stagio? I'm going to pronounce your name right, dude. But it was definitely in The Athletic. I don't know who wrote it, Paul Tenorio? That's like three guys. Um, But yeah, he was he was talking about like, why keep Almeida on? If you bring in a new, new GM, you assume he's going to start everything. You know, you want to start everything from scratch. It's Almeida's last season. He's not going to sign another three-year extension or some shit. I mean, I wouldn't I would mind it personally. I don't care. I like it. I know a lot. Of, there's a lot of critique, but this has been some of the most exciting time, soccer that this team has played in, in decades at this point damn that's crazy um so so and and that makes a a whole hell of a lot of sense that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense you bring in a new gm and you tell me that it was great thank you for the the time you know you you changed our fortunes you got people talking about us but we need we need a, a fucking another, a new 10 year plan. And, or a five year plan or whatever the hell they want to call it. They can name it whatever they want. They just got the rest of it, they just got to f- listen to me. <laughs> and, and, and it looks like, again, because it was uh, Jared Shawley that, that did a, an interview or answered some questions there. And, and again, I was reading the article on The Athletic. And, and, they're saying, "Oh yeah, you know, we, we want to get somebody that understands MLS." Like, you know, that seemed to be a big issue. Is that? Well, Fiorinelli was very capable and good at his job. Major League Soccer is just kind of unique. I mean, I guess every league is unique, but somebody—it—it it seems to make such a big difference. And that was so so. Uh, I think they said like the last five. Uh, MLS champs all have GMs or what do they call them now? Chief soccer operator or some bullshit. I don't know. That was a change of names. But um, apparently, yeah, like the last five MLS champs have all had GMs that were already familiar with the league. That didn't come from somewhere else. and And it makes sense. It, it makes sense, you know, with with so many Gabs and Tams and Rams and Jams and all those Ams. David Beckham's owns a team. Um, yeah. So that that was, that was kind of promising, because th- again, the reality is John Fisher's not going to all of a sudden open up the the checkbook. And start spending hella money and just Getting you know Upgrading the academy and all that shit So You gotta get somebody That Again that can work with what they got As as stupid as that sounds Or cliche not stupid Cliche But that's what they've That's what Billy Bean's been doing In Oakland And they've been moderately successful I mean that. They get good and they sell everybody, which, again, why don't they realize in soccer, that's what you're supposed to do, man. You invest in the team, you invest in the academy, you make these players, once they, you know, you you make several K cowls, and you sell them off for big bucks. Fuck, dude. Anyway, so it it was it was pretty promising to to hear that to, that they're they're trying to, you know, they're not trying to do all oh, this guy here is he's European so he knows all this shit. Like, no, okay, we understand this league is unique and we would love somebody that understands this league and its intricacies. And, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I um like and I I I just with with this ownership because obviously you know Jared's always speaking in in positive terms um and that's his job you know he works for the for the San Jose Earthquakes he's not going to be critical um but you know this ownership i i I still question it you know like of course it's like holy fuck well, here's a here's an opportunity to turn the page a new gm he he you know he could do all, new signings and we can be relevant again but there's what 27 yeah 27 teams in the league now they're all busting ass and not all of them are going to be successful not not all of them are, are going to be top flight not all of them are going to be LAFCs and i don't and i just you know pick them i mean they're one of the the you know or seattles going back to them i want to mention them cuz we played them this week but um. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is the is the league is big enough, and because, and I'm not a actually not a fan of Pro Rel in MLS, but because there is no threat of that, there there is gonna be perennial sucky teams. I know this is there's a the parity in this league is incredible, and like I literally just mentioned that anybody can win. Any game, any day, but that is becoming less and less realistic. And I mean, they're what are they saying? They're going up to thirty teams. St. Louis is coming in. Charlotte's coming in. Um, Phoenix is is they're gonna. You gotta go Phoenix next, right? I would think Phoenix it has to be one of them. Anyway, the, the yeah, with with such a, a unambitious ownership and, and it it seems almost like at this point you're just that's just the excuse, you know? And but I, I it just it makes sense. They don't care. They don't care about winning. Nobody on the board um, cares about winning. I don't care about success in soccer. They don't want. They don't want to be up there holding an MLS cup, doing a speech. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I don't care about that, and unfortunately, all that trickles down, and and it sucks, dude. Because like I said, like these are people doing high level stuff like everybody that i've met within the team like i was even down to the concession people like i was talking last episode like they are amazing and they do great work and they bust their ass so much but you know but going back to being cliche is you're, you're only as strongest as your weakest link huh how about that and when when your weak link is the ownership I, I I you know tw- seasons like 2012 will will happen. They'll just again because of the parody because of just teams going on runs getting emotional vibe so th- that'll happen. but this team being a, a perennial playoff contender talking about winning hardware every every season. Not with this ownership group. Um I, I don't I don't know. Maybe you know, I don't know if they can change. I I doubt it. Why why change? You're already billionaire. You you know, you've you, you your your rep is set. Why why try to change? You're not you don't care. Fucking billionaire's not gonna give a fuck what what several thousand people think about him. Like, it, it makes sense. Yeah. I I would I would love for him to care cuz this this team has so much potential. It's an amazing city. It's got a beautiful stadium. I it, it is amazing. I I literally it's been like 100% positive. People they know nothing of the Quakes. They know nothing of Major League Soccer. Some of them know soccer, some of them don't know soccer at all, but everyone that's gone to Avaya has absolutely loved it. It's fucking called PayPal. I just gotta keep saying it more. Um But so it it's just such a missed opportunity. There there is so much potential people want to 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 fall in love with this team, but the team doesn't sell itself. So. It doesn't do a good job. Oh man, I was watching um, Oakland Roots versus versus LA Galaxy two, and and it's LA Galaxy, dude. Which <laughs> that it fucking pains me, but that's what they. That's what it was. The, their local feed because they were playing down there in LA, and so at halftime they were literally just playing two commercials, which got kind of annoying but it was two local commercials and like, I I don't, maybe the quakes have a similar thing, but, but just the way that they were reaching, they literally gave a shout out to like, some of us are cholos and shit. <laughs> like it, it was insane how much of, of the culture. And I mean, I don't know. I, I, I've, like I said, it's Galaxy. I don't fucking give a fuck. I don't. I've never followed them. I don't know how they promote themselves down there. But I know LAFC made a big push to try to be very inclusive of the greater LA community. So I don't know if this is Galaxy, you know, the, their way to fight back. But it was just so interesting to to be like how how they Im, Im, again they were trying to build this cool brand that people can just just like support because like, it's cool because it exists in your town and your town is cool. And this represents your town. So if you want to represent your town, wear this stuff. And, and I was just, like I said, it was just on repeat for, for most of halftime. And I was just like, God damn. Like the, the Bay area is a fucking, cultural hotbed and the san jose earthquakes have an opportunity to to be that cool representative of a town that is changing so much san jose holy shit like i've I've said it before on the show there's a guy named gary dilabaugh i think that's how you pronounce his last name but gary Dillabaugh. He is a land developer, and he is redeveloping downtown San Jose. It's gonna In 10 years, it's going to be literally unrecognizable from what it is now, and it's going to be so urban and compact and full of life a mile away from PayPal Park. And, and so there's just this this excellent opportunity there. But this ownership either fails to realize it or just doesn't give a shit. Because why? Why would you spend your money? That doesn't make sense. If you spend your money, then you don't have the money. (laughs) I'm trying to think like a billionaire right now. I mean, I don't know if that came across. but um, Especially if you don't give a fuck about the sport or if you don't give a fuck about... Be in front of the camera or anything. Bunch of these billionaires are egotistical as fuck. They can't wait to have their team win a trophy so they could be on stage and grabbing it and be like, "This is why I signed Patrick Mahomes, man. This is why for you. This is why all the fucking people in China be making fifteen cents an hour, so I can be a billionaire and you can have that trophy." <laughs> but no, uh, fishers are are in the hotel game and tree cutting, so they don't make their from Chinese people getting underpaid. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so anyway, I, I hope that I didn't come across too cynical. Still, I still like this team. I'm still going to keep talking about them. Um, but like, I it, it's a good, great opportunity to start anew uh, we'll see. You know, they say by September they want to have somebody signed. I don't know. Chris Leach is being thrown around. I'm down for that. He's, you know, he's been around the, the Quakes for a while. Um, like I said, you don't have to go out and get some fucking European dude just because that's the thing. You know, it's it, that. It's you know that that's where it's cool. That's the the evolution. You know, because like ten years ago in in MLS, you started teams would just go out and sign a big name player hoping that 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 would change their fortunes and they'd be the, the the biggest thing on the block. And you can't do that anymore. I mean, galaxy is desperately trying to change their ways of, of being that the leaders of that started with Beckham. And then once they got the slot on, they realized, fuck, we can't do this anymore. The league has changed around us. And, so yeah, so the San Jose Earthquakes, when they went out to get Jesse, I think it, it it was still the league was at a time where I was like, Oh shit, you're getting European management? All right, all right, you're gonna you're making the European connection. But I, I think now we're starting to see as the league matures that it, it's really important that somebody that understands the league is in charge. And so it it's cool to see that the, the quakes seem to notice that as well. I don't know. We'll see how it happens. We'll see where it goes down. But for now, I'm going to sign off. <sighs> I'll be back next week. Hopefully, hopefully I am as chipper. You know, cuz the well, I I and I was reading I don't know some some kind of notes there of for Seattle that when they they lost to Kansas City, they at home, that ended like a fourteen-game winning streak. At home, that started when they beat the Quakes seven to one. They put a touchdown up on the fucking Quakes, so so it it can get it can get pretty bad. I, I I really don't expect that. Like I was saying, especially with Nathan, how the defense is playing right now. Won't won't have Fierro but that's not gonna make a difference on the defense anyway. Um, so yeah, so we'll see And if I'm super excited next week Some good shit happen <laughs> So uh, yeah, anyway For now, this is Oz again Football without Hesitation signing off We'll catch y'all next week, peace